Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice, and our intrepid adventures are in deep chaos right now. We've got new friends, we've got some old friends. Tony, where are we at? Well... Well, this is the final episode of this bonus uh, bonus set of series, so let's get started. When we last left off, the adventurers were trying to take Elbezer uh, back to the agency, to Aegis. And they successfully got him back there, but things didn't go quite as planned. They instead also brought back a horde of the undead with them. So let's go ahead and jump into the action. We see this puff of blue smoke in the hallways of Aegis. Um, while we see that, the puff of blue smoke uh, fades away. We see Elbezer uh, hold, being held by Anos, um, Beldoth, Phil, and Felix laying in Elbezer's lap. Lovingly. Lovingly. <laughs> With a string of popcorn gently around his head. I thought it was a, I thought it was a restraining device. Oh, nope. well. I'm sure it could be. <laughs> but in addition to all that, there are probably nearly a hundred undead zombies roaming around. The former, uh, the former citizens of the entire kingdom. At one third. Of one. The th- well, this is less than one third. This wasn't all the undead that came with you. Okay. Oh, okay. The wow. golem did uh, take out a few. Golem took out quite a few. So as the uh, as we land, uh, on those reaches over and hits a red big red button, and overhead it goes alert 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 alert. And you just hear this rumble in the distance, and suddenly you see. Dozens and dozens of different styles of Anos. Would you like to describe what each one of them looked like? Well, I will describe a handful of them. Fair enough. There is several of them that are standard issue Anos. Uh, and the then best. with the um, there is the uh, 1950s secretary with her beehive hairdo. There is the depressed goth. She's really not doing a whole lot. There is a uh, Anos that comes in with roller skates and is wearing a very spangly outfit. She is doing terribly on these roller skates, but she is giving it the old college try. The uh, barista uh, Anos are in hordes. Awesome! There is a uh, mime uh, Anos that is all in black and white and is wearing a black and white shirt that has the striped and a beret. She's not very effective. The uh, costuming uh, section of the Anos comes out with uh, their hair up in buns and they've got pins in their mouths and they are ready to do battle and they've got their tape measures around their, their necks and they are ready to go. Um, and then there are legion of the regular standard Anos that are wearing vest skirts and the roughly blue shirt. There's some that are in tan, and there's also some that are wearing uh, black <laughs> that are not depressed goth, but wearing it's they're the vest shape. And they are, and then there are some that are attack ones that have like stabs. And, and the, there's the robo ones. Oh, too. yep. And the robotic uh, Anos that are 
very badly done with the voice boxes. Cool. I am robot uh, nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go into yet another skill challenge here. Oh, oh goody! So, um, you have two backup. You have two backup failure or fail uh, removals. They don't give you an automatic success in its place. They will just eliminate a removal, and and they will. Um, but so essentially, you have five failures instead of three, in essence, with those two. But each. But if you go beyond the the, the two base failures, you start using up those. You're going to start sacrificing on noses to the battle. On nose. So, uh, we were going to start us off here with Phil. Sweet. So we are trying to. Um, so chaos has ensued. Anoses are coming in. Is it Anoses? Anosnis? Anasai? Yeah. Anasis. Anasis? So the Anasis are coming. No, it's not Anasis. That's something else. Okay. So these Anoses. Just do Anos. Anos. So the Anos are coming in to help fight the battle. I'm going to sense motive on. Albezer to see if I can figure out what he's going to do, like with the undead, if he's going to use them to attack, if he's going to use them to de- more defense, that type of thing. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, it is a 20. Uh, 20 is a success. So um, with your success, you're able to tell that he's kind of not really familiar with what this place is, and he's trying to figure it out. But uh, right now, he's using them defensively. But probably he, based on his personality and what you can see, it's likely that he'll be doing this uh, pretty quickly, uh, going on the attack after he figures gets a bearing of his situation. Okay. Um, up next is Beldoth. Um, all right. Uh, trying to think what I could use here. Let's see. Um. Is there anything that uh, I, I can look around and find that I can use to my advantage to try to restrain this guy? Or, uh, you know, is he, is, is he a caster or does he use his mouth to... He's definitely a caster. So he, he needs words and whatnot. He needs his hands free and he needs, his, his, needs the ability to speak. <laughs> I want to see if I can find something around that I might be able to gag him with or okay. something. Okay, so perception to find it or... Uh, okay. Yeah, perception I think would be fine. Ooh, that's a one. Natural ones are automatic failures. Uh, it is? So, yep. <laughs> really? Really? I didn't, I didn't well, in, in skills checks normally they're not, but in a skills challenge they are. <laughs> um, so you uh, look around, and as you took your uh, focus off the battle, one of the undead pounced on top of you, and now it has pretty much their full weight on top of you. All right, then. Um, I knows. You're up. Um, now, am I doing... Uh, am I controlling the horde of Anoses? You are controlling the horde of Anoses. So you get to tell me what one wing of the fleet of Anoses is doing. Um, the robotic Anoses are turning into tanks. Okay. So go ahead and roll me a d20. Robin meets the eye. <laughs> 18. That is a success. So... Um, here's what you see. You see a bunch of uh, Anoses turn into, like, they start, the, like, four different robo Anoses kind of merge together into one giant Anos, which looks like a giant, um, 
on those, honestly. It, it, it looks like probably, you know, more like a Sphinx statue size of Anos. And it reels back and points its giant paws at him and like fires its individual. Like it's com- mistletoes. Like a combat. <laughs> F- fires its toes as little missiles and they go. Mistletoes, and- that's awesome. And they, they blow up uh, different sections of the undead. <laughs> up next, I've been waiting all game to say that. <laughs> up, up next is Felix. Um, I'm going to pick the closest magical device that I think I can find and use it. Just okay. Random. Just g- just grab something that's in this magical place and just say, in whatever Anos's, it is, do something. In Anos's bag, just grab it and just. Yeah, how about yeah? You reach into one of the nearby Anos's bag and That'd just grab awesome. the first thing you can find. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. That is not a success. Ah, that would be fun. You reach into the bag and you pull out a partridge, and it goes. It's literally a partridge. You could have at least got a pear tree on it. Right? Well, tree? it finds the nearest pear tree. It, it's, it's, it's yeah, you successfully were able to activate the magic of the partridge, which is locate the nearest pear tree. <laughs> nice. and, and or pear unfortunately, trees. Unfortunately, that was not very effective for trees. this particular combat. Tony, did you? No. Or pear of trees. <laughs> so we've got one success and two failures? Yep. Okay. And then after that round, um, you see Agent Lance and uh, uh, Agent Marley show up, and they go, what happened? He didn't come along quietly. Help us out. It was the only way that I could think to figure this out. I jumped on him and brought him back. It was that or we were all going to die. All right, all right, all right, fine. So um, they each go off and, like, with one swipe of their hand, each, like, about 20 different um, of the undead just disappear. Where were you? He's like, this is why we don't like to act. They were never born now. Yeah. (laughs) Huh. Bummer. Up next, Phil. They like to eliminate people. Yeah, they do. (laughs) So it's... As those mistletoes are coming in... (laughs) Firing all around, I'm going to try to navigate my way towards, uh, uh, get closer to Elbezer. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to use disguise to kind of disguise myself as one of the undead. Uh, and as I do this, before I do that, I'm going to look at uh, Anos and say, tanks a lot. <laughs> And that is a 17? 17 is a success. Oh, I missed it by one. Again. He already told us. I'm always missing it by one. All right. No cigar. Always. So you are you are successfully able to get up close to him, and he has not yet detected your presence. Ooh, yeah. Next is Beldoff. Um, uh, since I've got that zombie on top of me, I'm going to try to get out from underneath and try to survive the attack that's coming to me and, um, try to, uh... Escape artist? Hmm. Maybe not escape artist. But this is probably... Can I just... Can I use an attack to get this thing off of me, or...? Um... Let's see here. You could probably, let's see. 
maybe you're able to use intimidate to try to at least surprise it and bluff maybe to try to get the undead to react to some other like throw your voice i'm assuming nothing is nature or animal around here uh, there might be there can be if you want to narrate it that way maybe you're able to you see a, an animal that's roaming around or they could always access the uh, greenhouse area. That's true. You could call you the could park call for the animals from, from the uh, park inside of you. All right. Let's see if I could uh, get an animal in here to help out. So you can either acknowledge nature or handle animal? I'll see if I'll handle some animals. Okay. Don't get the partridge. Oh, well, they have to have some place to relax. <laughs> How about an 18? 18 is a success. Right. So it's already a magical so, area. Uh, Beldoff puts his hands up to his mouth and makes a, a call. And suddenly this giant bird of prey comes over and (laughs) grabs onto the the undead and actually is able to carry it off. You realize that they actually had a pet rock here in the... uh, A pet rock? Yes. Not not a pet rock, but a pet rock. (laughs) ROC. ROC. You do realize that hand gestures are... Yeah, I know. I'm doing hand gestures over here, which (laughs) makes very bad for an audio (laughs) podcast. I'm like flap, sitting here flapping my arms, and never, and everyone's like, "Yeah, that's great." <laughs> All right, who's next? Up next would be Anos. Mm. See, um, I mean, after you have uh, robots with mistletoes, it's kind of hard to. Okay, kind of. Um, the uh, Anos that are armed with stabs, okay. they start, and other weaponry, uh, go on the attack. Okay, go ahead and roll me a d20. Come on, baby. Ah, mother. It was a three. That is not a success. So that yeah. section of the Anos um, goes... Uh, pretty much into battle, and st- they take out a fair amount of the undead, but now the staff wielding on noses have suffered severe losses. Probably half oh, of them no. have fallen to the heart horde of the undead. At this point in time, you guys are, are looking at your four successes right now. Four? Yeah. Okay. Um, so your four successes, and at this point, three failures. But you all overall have five failures until you absolutely fail. And we need eight successes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. You need four more successes before you get two more failures. Uh, and up next is Felix. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to try to jump off that big old stairwell and just try to go straight at um, Ebenezer with uh, my shiv. <laughs> Ebenezer. <laughs> Okay, I think we're at 76 uh, this round. <laughs> at least. <laughs> All right, so that uh, sounds like an acrobatics check to me. Yep, I'm going to try to jump off the stairwell, hit a couple of the mistletoes on my way, jump off the popcorn. Yeah, if you fail this, you're going to hit the mistletoes in the wrong way. <laughs> 27. All right, that is a success. My first success of the game. Yay. All right, so, yeah, you are able to just do this, like, ninja jump off walls and stairs and even a missile in midair, and then you give a, just a big kick right to um, Elbizer's, uh face. Sweet. I missed with the shit, but I got with the foot. That's good. That'll be enough. Up next is <clears throat> the, uh, the agents, which um, they are able to... Uh, there's now only maybe a dozen or so undead left after they wave their hands again and just whisk a bunch more away. Wow. Even the ones that had fallen at this point are gone. 
Like their their bodies are just gone. Um, but at that point, uh, unfortunately, also Elvisor starts looking around and sees the eye noses that had fallen earlier and brings them back. Oh no! So now, now, now you have about a dozen. No. You have about a dozen, a dozen or so undead humans, no. and another dozen or so undead eye noses to deal with. So they're like gooey nose. No, they're they're zombie nose. Zombie nose. Zombie nose. Can we just, if we knock one down, do they all fall down? Like, oh yeah, zombie nose. Dominoes. Dominoes. That's awesome. Alright, up next is Phil. He should get a plus two. I am going to totally use diplomacy to say, don't you understand? You're going to basically do a diplomacy check to see if I can convince him that to see the errors of his evil, evil ways, and maybe he should. What? In the middle of combat? Yeah. Why not? It's the perfect time to do it. Stop! <laughs> I, I see it in the doing? movies all the all right, time. Well, let's see what happens. And I think if I roll a natural 20, we should get one of our Please failures. Leave me alone. I think one of our failures should disappear. All right, so tell you what. I'll make you a deal. You roll a natural 20, you get one of your failures back. You get a natural one, you gain two failures. Deal. All right, roll it. <laughs> oh, no! Is it a 20? Nat 20. Nat 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> You are at six successes, and now down to only two failures. Wow. There's you, no way. Wow. Does he actually see the error of his ways? <laughs> you, 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 you are like, okay, so give me your speech that you gave to Elbizer. Evil bad. Being nice good. <laughs> <laughs> How is that a natural 20? Because oh, it is a 20. Right there. See? You can't See? play Exalted. You can't dear, let him play Exalted at Dear all. listener, this is what happens when your character has more uh, skill, than, skill you. than you do. You're welcome. Absolutely. Evil man! Um, so he, he, he looked at him and he goes, and, and he seems somehow genuinely touched, and you're not sure why. He realizes it comes Thousand yard stare, just like <laughs> contemplating the decisions of all his life. And uh, the Anos that were uh, had been reanimated, half of them start like flickering and suddenly turn back into alive again. And you're not really sure how that happened, and neither are the Anoses. Anos? Anos. Anos. Are they Pokemon now? What is he doing, dude? <laughs> they make the sound of their name. All right, up next is Beldoff. All right, well, seeing how it's, uh, I was so failure at last time, I still think this El Sleezer needs a gag in his mouth. <laughs> El Sleezer. <laughs> All right, so you just grabbed the popcorn sting from him and tried to shove it in his mouth. So I want to I I try, try to find something. Most of it did. <laughs> I want to try to see if I can find something to, like, gag him in and... and uh, uh, keep him from summoning all these necromancy stuff. Okay. So... Check the seamstress. What uh, skill are you using? Anos. Perception. Okay. Seamstress Anos? Oh. How about a... Uh, 24. That is a success. You're up to seven successes. Um, yeah, you actually... Um, it is, the seamstress ones have a lot of cloth on them, so they would probably be the best ones to uh, use for that. So uh, we're on the last success. Do you want to try to uh, convince them? And then they can try on their turn. Um, um, up next is Anos. Gag them! 
You're trying to convince them in character. Oh, I, I, I have to convince them? <laughs> well, you're, you're the one who did it. Oh, uh, so, so, okay, so. <laughs> oh, crap, I'm playing a role-playing game. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, so these, uh, uh, Anos, um, I'll, I'll be like, hey, you know, we need to keep him quiet, otherwise he's going to keep summoning all these things. Take that cloth you have and shove it in his mouth. <laughs> All right. I know it's your turn. Um, so the costuming department uh, pulls out large uh, bolts of fabric, and it's all in Christmas red and green, beautiful fabric, and they wrap them all up in uh, fabric, and they uh, shove fabric in his mouth. And then another Anos comes and puts a giant bow on his head. Okay, so go ahead and roll a die for that. Eighteen. Eighteen. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So you uh, you are and so that is a success, and that wins the skill challenge. Yay! You won by a nose. You won. Oh. <laughs> So you, uh, so yeah, you get them all tied up, and yeah, there's a he's wrapped up pretty much like a present. You know, he's wrapped up with green and green and red cloth. Several and, anos do put one hand up or one paw up, one paw down. He goes, "That's a present." <laughs> no, still nothing. Okay, fine. Um, I'm done with you people. So uh, the rest of the undead are pretty much finished off by a combination of you guys and the agents, and so you have this guy tied up. And now, what do you guys want to do? Um, should we put like a silence bubble around him so he can't hear what we're gonna have to say? We gotta figure out something to do with him. I mean, what? Uh, um, do we have agent, agent Lance says we could always just put him here, have some on us, keep an eye on him, and go to another room. <laughs> That'll work. Let's, uh, I thought you like might have a silence bubble. Or I mean, we, we do, but what code of silence? I mean, we do have silence thing. Uh, agent Marley goes, we do have silence bubbles, but why use them when we could just go to another room? Okay, yeah, whatever. I'll have all these cool gadgets. Agent Smart has a <laughs> cone of silence. First name, Git. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Um, so what are we going to do? Like, uh, do we do we eliminate him? Do we... Uh, what What's... I mean, how do we restore the timeline or whatnot? Well, if we eliminate him, it's going to make things even worse. Because then Fine. all the influence he had on his timeline from the beginning all the way through... All is now completely disrupted. And he, he, from the moment of his birth all the way through, as far as we can see into the future, is influenced entirely by him. I see you let him go. So, silence <laughs> <laughs> so you. Um, but no, the uh, so so what we're gonna have to do is figure out a way to keep him still in the timeline. Um, but I know that this disrupts the timeline, but if we get him to change his ways, then it won't disrupt it as much as it would if we if he was limited. He just understood the consequences of his ways. What about That's, the girl? Can we get the girl? Yeah, I think if the girl, we could figure out the girl, maybe show that she's all depressed because he's gone, that her life hasn't turned out, that maybe if she had been together, they would have been a beautiful thing. Well, so our, so uh, the thing is, well, the problem with that is he, you, this is the version that's from the present. He didn't get the girl. He didn't get to spend time with her. 
And if you go back and show, and put him back with the girl back in time, that completely changes everything else. And then you would never have encountered him here in the first place to have this. No, I'm saying it's a paradox. So, like in the future, how she's she's lived her life and she's been missing him since then. Like go to the future, her and show him how she's missed him. So how does how does Aegis know how to that how things are going to turn out? Can they see the future? We can see bits of the future. We can't see all of the future. Is is that something we could sh- uh, sh- show how things are going to turn out to him? Sure. Uh, we, what we could do is him in his this form here, take him to the future, show him the devastation that he's caused to the world and everything else around. And, and at that point, it might be enough to influence him to change i mean what what is the end result of what happens is 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 he just is he just ruling all over all these people or is he is he is he turned them all into zombies what happens well here uh um yeah agent uh, marley kind of pulls up he's like well here's what we know he kind of waves his hand in sort of a another slideshow type thing shows on the wall but this one's sort of animated to a degree I uh, goes, so this is as far as we've seen. And he kind of moves his hand and kind of slides it around. And puts. he says, okay, so these right here, this is the resistance. These are the heroes. And this is where um, the, uh, uh, what was his name? He was well, sorting through some of his files. Jacob Hawthorne. Um, this is where Jacob Hawthorne was located uh, and this is where he came up with his method of going back in time to try to assassinate uh, Elbezer in the beginning which would have caused it's again the same thing as eliminating him as far as disruption on the timeline which is why we had to prevent that although it looked like Elbezer figured out how to prevent that himself later on um, and then if we go over here we can see pretty much there's it, the entire trees crops livestock everything is dead at this point or undead um, there's armies of the undead roaming around. There's these these small fighter, or small pop pockets of fighters are fighting them, but it's ultimately a losing battle because they're running out of resources. I think we could use the argument that uh, you know, in the end, he he will end up with nothing but himself and the zombies and what kind of existence is that? Right. No, I think that's a I think that's a good way to go at it. He could be the king of nothing. Yeah, what's used to ruin a kingdom when there's nothing there? Cool. Let's we'll give it a try. Although there would be peace and quiet. That could be nice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you could stay there if you want. <laughs> Let's give it a try, see what happens. Alright, so um you're gonna need to have Anos take you there, so whenever you guys are ready to go. When you guys go back in, you see all of the Anos wearing construction helmets and they are cleaning up the mess of the battle. Yellow safety vests. Mm-hmm. Nice. And Reflective yellow safety vests. <laughs> yep. Safety first, people. Uh, safety absolutely, first. you can't you can't deny that. And uh, Anos walks up to you guys and is ready to take you back. Puts one paw on. Um, Elbezer. I'm sorry, I couldn't think. You know, you know, I, uh, everyone else is botched it continuously, so why not join the Elgezer? Elgezer. <laughs> um, Ebuchadnezzar? Yeah. And so I, uh, we bring them back to the time that they want. Do we have a 
way to keep him constrained without having him tied up. So I think that'll be more influential if he's not like wrapped up like a present. Because we are going to the future. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Wrapped up like the present even though we're going to the future? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh sure, it's fine when you do it. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. We need to constrain him so we can still see what's going on. Right. He can't see anything wrapped up like a present. Can we make a... Can we open up the ribbons? I'm thinking, should we give him a little bit of... Like, let him see what we're... You know, like, not totally constrain him. Like, give him some freedom. Can... Do you have anything in your bag that'll help, like, magic handcuffs or... All right. Uh, I'll pull something out of my bag. Okay. You pull a uh, black silk hat. Oh. Um, I... Try it out on myself and... Do you set the dance around? She puts the uh, the hat on and she freezes solid. Do I freeze into a snowman or yeah, just yeah, freeze? Like you kind of see like this sort of outline around, uh, uh, just around the uh, body. Yeah, around it. That's sort of somewhat translucent. That's mm-hmm. these coal eyes and a, and a uh, Happy carrot nose. Happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Follow me. And but she's standing perfectly still. Let's take the hat off of her. Okay. Yeah. You take the hat off and she goes back to normal and you are very cold on us. Oh jeez. I forgot how cold I was. <laughs> Alright, let's let's try that. Can I need could you some still more. could you still hear and see everything while you had the hat on? Yes. Okay, awesome. Alright, let's try that. Alright, so you put the hat on and then untie him? Yep. Alright, he does the same effect on him. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the mall. The future. Uh, well, uh, well, I think I think we should talk to El Sneezer here. Um, El <laughs> Sneezer. Uh, oh, um, and I'd say, all right, El Weezer, um, you can have it your your way, and uh, we will show you what you will uh, succeed at, at accomplishing. Um, and uh, you know, if that's really what you want, you'll have to let us know. With the hat on, he can't really respond, so he just kind of glares at you through it. The coal starts to catch fire. <laughs> turns into diamonds. And, and the corn cob types just starts to melt. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Twitches a little bit. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, go ahead and uh, get uh, Anos over here to get ready to go. Begin to dance around. If you uh, I will put it. my hand on her back. <laughs> yep, we, I'll... We all touch Anos. And I touch the snowman. Cool. Yep. And you go, everyone disappears with this pleasant blue smoke and a bing. And now we see, looking out over this wasted landscape, dead, dying, dead trees, livestock completely decomposed and skeletonized, zombies kind of shambling around in the distance in all directions. Um, a small building with uh, different uh, people standing around it. Humans, elves, dwarves that are all wielding uh, either bows or crossbows or wands. Um, and as anything approaches from the distance, they just blast it out, you know, pretty much into exist- out of existence. And they also in the inside their little encampment, they have a small field where they appear to be trying to grow some crops. But the... There's not the, uh, the crops seem to not be doing well. You look up, uh, or as we as the group appears in this blue smoke and a pleasant ding, um, they look up and you've got adventurers. We've got adventurers. Um, <laughs> you, you, you guys. <laughs> uh, 
like a plague. Um, you you guys arrive in just adventures air. online. The, ad- <laughs> the adventurers all show up, or the party shows up, and it's just it smells like rotting and smoke at the same time, and pretty much the sky is blacked out with smoke at this point. Are we so near the, where the city was, or are we outside the city? You're outside the city at this point. You can see where the city probably was, but there's is, barely anything but husks of buildings there anymore. Is the castle still there? Something recognizable? That- Something recognizable as the castle. The castle's probably being the most fortifiable building. It's definitely probably mostly still standing. Okay. I mean, there's like probably an entire turret that's fallen over at this point. Um, but it's really the only building that's still even recognizable as a building anymore okay. in, the, in the city. And you guys are away. You guys are in like a, what would be a small farming community outside the village is where you appear. And you see like a bunch of people like suddenly turn and point wands and bows and stuff. And you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And we come what? with snowmen. <laughs> and at which point um, out of the out of one of the uh, the small sort of ramshackle buildings um, steps out uh, a guy with a sort of a brown looking trench coat holding a wand by his side says who are you um, we are we are watchers we see that this these bad things are happening we've just we've come to observe it and try to escape with our lives where'd you come from um, we came from that neighboring field right over there and we, as we started walking it got worse and worse we were hoping to find shelter in the, ca- in the castle make a bluff check 22 okay he goes uh huh so you saying you came from that area where nothing's been living ne- for nearly 10 years we've been traveling for a long ways you can tell by our clothes we're, we're tired and worn out your clothes are relatively well, well worn, but they're also laundered. So I. I well, wouldn't we look like laundered? No, it would look be like horrible the... disguise. It, no, they would be. Oh, no, they, they would, would be. Yeah, that's right. They would be kind of torn, tat, torn and tattered as much as these guys are. Well, yeah. that and the fight. No, I guess the fight wouldn't affect them. It, it wouldn't affect them. Or these are illusion. And we had given before we had left. We had also given back uh, the pin. To Phil. Yeah. To Phil. Yeah, so all of us should look like whatever they look like in the time period, right? Yeah, you look like whatever they would look like in the time period, but that doesn't necessarily match up with the hellish landscape perfectly. It's 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 hard to match up with We're hellish. slightly cleaner You're than slightly there. cleaner than you, than than your story would expect. Mm. Are you from the are you, have you been that direction? Several times. We go out and try to find survivors, that's uh, everyone here. You found us, thank you. We, we were, trying, yeah, you know, we were trying to see <laughs> shelter in the castle. Maybe, maybe try to find some The Scourge has tried tricks like this before, sending sending the undead as spies into our encampment. And how do you test the, whether or not they're undead or not? We burn them. <laughs> you ask them questions, and the Scourge answers questions as well as we're answering questions right now? There are several that are able to. Generally, the, the vampires that Albizer is able to create can answer any question you pose to them. Got but, they, but they're but, but they we can't don't stand sparkle. Up. But we, they they can't stand what? Well, they can't stand the sunlight, but we don't have much of that now, do we? Scooters with water. Water, just like regular water. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They run in water. They don't like running water. Water. Who? Vampires. He goes. Really? He goes. Yeah. Hannah. Bring the test. 
I didn't study. On fire. I didn't study. <laughs> and she comes over and she has she has a bottle of glowing yellow liquid. Oh, uh, what is says, that? Drink this. No. Is it? If you don't die, well, what is we'll it? Trust you. It could be acid. Is it, it acid? It is not acid. All right. It, I it grab hard? a hold of it and I chug it. Okay, you chug it, and. You feel very strange and like you like reel back and like light pours out of your eye sockets and your ears and your mouth and you feel like you've been baked on the inside? Well, a little bit, yeah. You, you, you honestly... You, Dude, you, I'm so got the munchies. You, you, <laughs> not that kind of baked. No, honestly, you have, you kids, have no idea. Kids that are listening, ask your parents to explain it to you. You have absolutely no idea what feeling like a, you have a sunburn on the inside feels like, but you think this is what it would be like. You have so much vitamin D. Awesome. So much vitamin D. You win. The serotonin is just yeah, running just, out of your ears. It's just, you, you, you feel like you have a sunburn from the inside out. Okay. It's blood that's running out of his ears. <laughs> yeah, right. All <laughs> right, right do, I, do I pass your test, sir? Yes. All right, check it. Draw. I'll take a swig. Okay. Same chug, thing happens chug, to two of you. Chug. I'll drink it. <laughs> All right, and it like reacts really horribly, and all of a sudden, like Anos's facial features are like rearranged, and like she like disappears, reappears, disappears, appears with like a sparkly outfit, roller skates, disappears, reappears, <laughs> and then she looks more or less fine, but she has no recollection of why she's even here. She's more or less. What happened back at the base? <laughs> We will explain to you in just a second. We are in a very sensitive situation. This will all be explained later. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're probably going to say it back. (laughs) So Anos reappears again, and Anos has no recollection of why she's even here. Hello, how can I help you? You can stay by us and help us travel where we need to to travel, but right now we need you to keep very quiet while we talk. Some uh, about our current situation. All the adults talk. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about our current situation. Hey, do you have a ball of yarn? Yes. Seems like a good time for a ball of yarn. It's always a good time for a ball of yarn. I roll it across the ground. (laughs) Well, she's in human form, so this could be interesting. (laughs) Just give it to her. She just stand there and just play with it. I hold it over her head and look down here, over there, a little bit over here. Meanwhile, the. Peasants are going, this is very strange. <laughs> so anyway, so, the, the guy in the trench coat comes up and goes, all right, so you passed the test. So again, why are you here? We need to find... I know that you're lying about coming from a field over there. You came from somewhere else, and whatever happened to her explains that you're not from here. What's your name? Jacob. I knew it. <laughs> Hello, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, Ned Needleman. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need insurance? Jacob, we passed your test. You'll have to trust us. If you hold us back anymore, things will get get worse. Let us be on our way. If the scourge take care of us, we're we're none of your concern. You guys travelers? We are travelers going to the castle. I mean, are you travelers? Yes, of course we're travelers. We just said we were traveling from that... There and we're traveling to there. If you're talking about your blue crystal, yes, we know about it. Okay. You know, in, if you want, instead of going and trying to deal with whatever over there, you could just do the right thing and maybe take all the refugees here or somewhere else in time. As soon as we're wrapped up, we will. All right. Go ahead. 
It's your funeral. Super. All right, so... So, did we see the blue crystal? He has one in his, in his coat. Like, sitting in his pocket of his coat, but you only see one. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where the whole campaign goes bad. <laughs> We're never, almost done! Never show a blue crystal. <laughs> Shiny object to Phil Connors. Yes. Shiny object plus Phil Connors equals uh, campaign disruption! <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have a blue crystal. <laughs> Let's out. let's finish you. Let's finish here. <laughs> let's finish this first. So, um, so <laughs> all right. We need to check um, um, Elza Weezer if he's got <laughs> uh, if he's changing at all. If we can see any sense uh, sense any change in him. Yeah, we're just walking around with a snowman. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, he's still glaring at this point because that's about all he can do. All right. We need to. Does is there anyone? Just on the off chance, is there anyone here named Bell in your camp of refugees? Not that I'm aware. Of. Okay. Here's a long shot. No, that was, that's some. Um, I like it. Yeah. Let's try to take it. Well, I don't know if we need to go to the castle per se because it's probably riddled with uh, the undead. But uh, let's try to take him to uh, like a. Overlooking field or something, and so speak Jacob him to him. Jacob, what what are you doing here? I live here. You live here. So yes. what? This you, is my time. I understand it. This is your time. But what are you doing here in this geographic location? This is the closest to all the different civilized areas that I could find that I could keep safe. Elbezer has moved on. He's left this land. He's taken his hordes elsewhere. And left, and all that's left behind are the straggling undead. So what? How how long has he been gone? A year, maybe two. It's kind of hard to keep track of the days at this point. He has he he used he conquered the land. He wanted to rule everything, and now there's nothing left. So he decided to move elsewhere to try to find something. He seems he seems sad. <laughs> I, I mean, he wanted to rule the world. I mean, he's succeeded, but what's left? Right. Mm-hmm. I is think the, we, we. Is the snowman melting at all a little bit? Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> um, I know. If we went back to HQ. Could we go to a different place but at the same time? And see if we can find another place where... Oh, you can only go straight to another place. You might be able to go to another place, but again, travel is imprecise with Anos, so it might be the same time. It might be off by up to six months. That's probably enough. Plus or minus six months. So where did, where did he go next? Do you know which way he went? North is all I know. I mean, that's where the armies went. Um... Let's we jump did, to the we north. We didn't really send anyone to follow them, but that was not really in our best interest. Okay. Let's jump to the north. Jump to the north. Okay, let's do this. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> and she touches the snowman. We put a big, big N with an arrow that direction. All right, and so when we pop out, if there's nothing killing us or attacking us, we'll get Anos back up to speed. Anos, how, long does, how frequently can we tra- teleport with you? It's, there's about a 10-minute cooldown. Okay. So if you transport somewhere where you're in danger, 
You're gonna have to fend yourselves off for ten minutes before I'm you can danger. move. Or we could just set you right next to the snowman and cool off. Okay. I don't think that's how it works. I'm pretty sure I would explode if we do it too that's quickly. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> right. We'll All explain right. later. So we get to the north, and where we get? What do we see? So you are in the north, and you find yourselves in a town with people, not undead people. Uh, can I tell if how far off we were? Um, you are, uh, the best year estimate is somewhere between 600 to maybe 6,000 miles. So it's pretty imprecise. But time. Oh, time? You are approximately uh, three months prop past. So three months further than what we were. Three months before where you were. Gotcha. Okay. So, so we're before we came the first time. Yes. Yeah. And we're, but we're up north. You're up north. So he hasn't come yet. It's what it close. seems like. Yeah. The sky is still blacked out here uh, from smoking and covering the sky. I think he's still done damage. Do people seem normal or do they no, seem panicked? They seem panicked. Okay. Because uh, he's coming. Yeah. It's, so, how far? What, we just want to start to talk to people and say, yeah. what's going on? Tell Why? us quick what's going on. Oh, Beezer's attacking the city. Well, I mean, I, I, I understand. He's attacking now or he's on the way here? Look over the wall. I peek over the wall. Okay. You see for miles on end just swarming ground of undead is pretty much as far as the eye can see. It's It honestly looks like a moving carpet in the distance. Um, it's just nothing but living or moving things. Um, and in the very, very distance, you see what looks like a large chunk of stone. It's not at the very end of the distance, but it's way off in the distance. A large chunk of stone that's being carried by several undead. Sitting on it appears to be that same drone you saw on him, saw him sitting in when he was in the 50s that has been dis, uh, uh, separated from the original castle that's being carried. And there is a very old-looking undead person wearing the same brown robes, kind of bored, leaning on one hand. So I would pick up... Um Elekinezer, and lift him up over the wall so he can see, look, there's your future king of nothing. What's your strength to pick up a, a frozen guy? I don't know. Just 27? No, it's 10. Okay, so you go... <laughs> Somebody pick him up. A nose, can you give us a help? Sure. We can she take... lifts him up. Yeah, she lifts him up with no problem at all. There you go, perfect. <laughs> so he's... And, you hold it and what do you say to him again? Look, look at your future king of nothing. Yeah, he's still frozen. He can't respond. Oh, fair enough. Just, just let him. Just let him keep looking. Can we take the? We can take the hat off of him. No, no. We'll let, make sure you point out that what he looks like. Oh, sure. On the. How long can it, the hat be on him before he gets frostbite? Um, he will actually die at a certain point from lack of the ability to breathe. Oh, we should probably take that off soon. Yeah. Um. Make sure you take a good long look at. I the thought man he was able to rock. breathe. You weren't breathing the whole time? You don't need to breathe. Oh. My nose doesn't need to breathe. Oh, crud. All right. We're going to take the mask. <laughs> We're going to take the hat off of him. He's just going to be dead. <laughs> Whoops. Look at this. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was permeable. All right. So that's take- a stupid, that's a stupid thing. Take the, take the. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, 
Phil absentmindedly puts it on his own head. <laughs> Good. At least he won't be stealing. Don't move or we'll put the hat back on. Look, that is you. This is your king, kingdom of nothingness. That's you on top of that rock coming this way. Yes. But I just wanted to rule the I just wanted to rule everything. I wanted loyal subjects. I wanted I wanted respect. I wanted recognition. Well they recognize you. Well, then I mean you aren't going to have respect from something that's dead. There is there is no warmth, there is no respect, there is no love in an undead. Respect is based out of love, not death. Can you see that now? I do. You cold. This is really cold in this snowman. <laughs> oh, no, you're not talking. I did, or did someone take the hat off of you again? Nope. Left it on. <laughs> the wind blows it off. The wind comes along and knocks the hat off of Phil. Please. <laughs> can, can I take out this hat over to my other campaigns with Phil? <laughs> um, yes. Take me back, please. Take you back when? Where you took me from? Anos. Can you take yes. us back? Yes. In like seven more minutes. Yeah. Well, yes. How, how long from now? We, we wait six and a half minutes before taking off the hat from Phil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Phil has been holding his breath for six minutes. <laughs> So we're not in danger of being like his. You should probably take that hat off of him. He is going to die. All right, take the hat off. How many minutes are we going to be able to survive? Do we need to start? The the, the hordes don't appear to be attacking. They appear to be starving the city out. out. Okay. So do you guys want to uh, get into the gingerbread house again? Oh, that'd be great. Does it have coffee? Yes. Cocoa? Yes. Cappuccino? Yes. Sweet. Can we distribute food from the uh, gingerbread house, well, or do you does try it to pull the gingerbread house out again? Yes. Okay. Oh no! <laughs> you reach into your bag and you pull out a, a gallon zombie. of eggnog. A gallon of eggnog. I drink the eggnog. <laughs> it's delicious. It is delicious. And you healed up to full points. And you you heal one d eight hit points. Again. Sweet. <laughs> Hold on. Let me mark that down. I try again. It's good okay. dog. You pull out a scarf. Oh, that's very festive. You wrap it around the frozen Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I take the hat off for Phil. All right, I pull out another. I mean, we got nothing but time right now. Yeah. Well, at least six and a half minutes. Eventually, you pull out uh, the star that goes on top of a tree. Ooh, ooh, out, watch out, watch out for that one. That one's blind. You pull out another, the, the Rudolph's nose again. <laughs> Um, another partridge for some reason. <coughs> you can't oh. have more than one. <coughs> That's not right. Maybe it's, it's the same it's one. Maybe it's the same one. It's two turtle doves, not not two partridges. But but it could be the same one. Okay. It is a different time. Oh, that's true. Um, you bought a snow globe. Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> As a whole snow, like a whole blizzard uh, comes uh, up. Yeah, you, uh, Phil grabs it, shakes it, and like it starts snowing strangely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. That's what... Just not give Phil a button. <laughs> Just drain the water out of it. 
He cracks it and pours the water. Because <laughs> we can't breathe. Um, and finally, you pull up the gingerbread house. Ah, uh, open da, 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 Just in time for us to go. <laughs> yep, and, then, and then, yeah, literally, it's time to go. Right? You're like, oh, well, time to go. <laughs> Can you eat the gingerbread house? Think about the poor gingerbread people inside. I mean, if you've made the house full size, could they? Could the populace eat the gingerbread? Well, it's all right. We're going to go hopefully change time so they won't have to worry about this. But, but they're hungry. Well, yes. I was going to give them food from the inside. Well, I'll leave it. I'll leave it. Uh, no, 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 I won't. Yeah. They don't need... They don't need... Uh, to have access to servants, because I could not. You know, I'll change the timeline. I don't know what you're talking about. Notebook All is, right, it's a we're right back. We're, probably we're back in the fifties. We're gonna drop him off. No, we're back in his time. Back in the fifties. <laughs> back in the fifties. There's roller skating people serving food. No, anyway. no it's, just, it's just the fifties. And the, and the poodle skirts. They're everywhere. No, no, he's yeah. talking about. 50. <laughs> like, As in... It's 51 A.D. <laughs> <laughs> the actual 50s. A.D.? Who's he? Anyway. Dan. All right. Dan. Dan. After Dan. <laughs> after Dan. Man. Lieutenant Dan. Dan's the man. <laughs> All after right. Lieutenant Dan. Anyway. Wow. So you guys go back to, to Aegis uh, with him, and he goes... Uh, and then uh, I knows. Is you know a different Anos is able to take him back to his original time. Okay. Um, and uh, Agent Lance goes, mm-hmm. "Good work. Let's uh, let's see how things go." All right. So he takes you off to another room that you hadn't been in before, and there's it's like theater style seating, and he goes, "Have a seat. Let's uh, let's see how the timeline turns out." Oh, good, good <laughs> so, time. Yes. Well, first of all, it looks like you guys went, and looking here, it looks like he learned your identities back in when he was a young person so that seemed to shade things and it kind of moves through it like kind of fast forwards time and destroys and all it, of the magic skills. and it looks like yeah he, yeah he tried to explore conjuration pretty heavily and it yeah completely wiped out the magic school huh. then he decided to seek vengeance against the entire city because they didn't understand him so weird <laughs> And then, let's see here. Fast forward a little further. All right, and now we're back to where you guys just dropped him off at. And he is currently has all these laws placed, and pretty much the city is constricted drastically. And there's no blockbuster video stores anymore. <laughs> Blockbuster's gone. That, well, that, that, that's an immutable point in time. That happens in every timeline. Blockbuster video just goes away at a certain point. No, um, it was a good time for a while. It was a good time for a while. No, the so you you go and you fast forward, and then at a certain point he goes and here, and then he kind of gestures towards the screen and slows down in a normal time. He goes, so it looks like here he suddenly changed. The laws got repealed. Within a year, the king recovers from his disease. You mean he was hurting the king all along? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That was Tony's shocked face for those playing the home game that can't see. Yeah. I, I'm very bad at that audio medium. Um, and uh, he goes around, and there's there's gifts given at just about every single house. There's little tiny presents wrapped up, and some and there's a big one with a perfectly shaped and carved out of it Anno's shape hole in, in, the, in it. <laughs> That he apparently modeled after Anos. 
Anna's, oh, is, no. Anna's is human form anyway. <laughs> it's uh, a present. And uh, he uh, he helps with the, uh, the you know he you see fast forward a little bit further. He completely rebuilds the magic school. He uh, creates a new generation of wizards, and he makes sure that he teaches them responsible magic use. And then he goes, and then the the last thing that you guys see before the screen turns off is he is he turns and says says to the entire city standing on top of the castle walls is bless you everyone. <laughs> and does Tim get his, his cane back? <laughs> yes, yes. Timothy receives his cane back. Oh, God. yay! <laughs> and that is the end of this special edition episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hope you all have a great holiday, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for Paper Pencil Dice Podcast, a tabletop role-playing podcast. 